Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have Wellness Authority Julia Loggins with us today. And she is also ex-wife of musician Kenny Loggins. With over 35 years of experience, Julia has helped countless people transform their lives and reach their health and wellness goals. She is now gearing up to release her book, Revolutionary Beauty, on February 1st with trailblazing health pioneer and former head of Bragg Live Foods, Patricia Bragg. Julia and Patricia have joined forces to share their masterful, highly sought-after tips of achieving beauty and renewable energy from inside and out. Their mission is to inspire women worldwide to reach their optimal goals of radiant health and happiness, no matter their age. And we're excited um, to have her on. So welcome yes, to the show. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's definitely our pleasure. I yes. always like to start the show out the same way. You know, last 18, 20 months have been rough for a lot of people. Oh, yes, yeah. I always want to talk about that first. How has COVID affected what you do and what have you done to maneuver through this? Uh, thank you. Well, you know, since my work is about building people's health and immunity, that's um, and I think the silver lining of this crazy period of time is it's raised people's consciousness about the importance of putting health first. You know, when we're healthy, um, we just kind of glide along and we do our life and we don't really think about it. But now that people are constantly thinking about health and understanding mm -hmm. that, the, you know, the foundation of getting through these variants which are you know which as we can all see are going to mm -hmm. keep coming and coming because that's what mm -hmm. viruses do they mutate yeah. so um you know the, the the only real way to inoculate ourselves is to build up our own internal immunity mm -hmm. um, you know no outside source or substance is going to do that for us in the same way and so in a way i've you know, people have never been more interested. And that has, as I said, you know, it's, I'm using this time to educate people and give them simple, affordable, accessible tools to build their health. And you know what's great about all this, whether people believe in the vax or don't, everybody believes in health now. That's yes, right. so important. <laughs> That's right. People have all kinds of arguments about whether they, you know, believe in vaccines or not vaccines, all of that. But what we all know is we want to be healthy and it matters and being sick sucks. So, <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's kind of gotten very simple, right? So no. we're, we're just using it to start there. And, um, you know, I really, I really believe and I wish that there had been, you know, more focus and more funding for clean food, for clean mm -hmm. water, for um, to make all the things that we know builds up healthy bodies to make them accessible to people. So my work is to make what might seem like complicated healthy regimes simple and <laughs> quick because nobody has time. And, mm -hmm. you know, so many people have their economics have shifted. So yeah. they need things to also mm -hmm. be affordable. And, you know, for mm -hmm. us, you know, we launched this show January of 2020. So a couple yeah, months before COVID. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking our original plan was maybe 100 interviews first year and then COVID happens. And I told Sandy, you know, we can't change this. Right. But we can reach out to everybody now because you know what? 
Everybody, you know, entertainment industry is being shut down. They're going to need a place to talk and we're going to give it to them. And because of that, we've done over 500 interviews now. Oh, that's fabulous. Congratulations. Absolutely. You know, I think that's, um, you know, I, the revolutionary beauty I wrote during mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the pandemic, Patricia oh, wow. and I, and mm-hmm. the celebrities and influencers that jumped on board to be a part of it. A lot of the reason that I was able to get hold of them and they were available, as you said, had to do with yeah. the pandemic. Um, so, you know, we're all making uh, lemonade out of lemons. Yes. So that tell us a little bit. bit about the book itself. Thank you. So the book, as I said, it's it, Revolutionary Beauty is written to give um, very practical tools for women to um, elevate their health, turn back the clock. And the reason that I focused on women is because, you know, women are oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes, you know, buying the food and they're sort of in charge of the health and emotional well-being. <laughs> so, you know, I believe if you reach women, you reach the world. That makes that, sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And you know, in this day and time, self care is so important. Oh, it is. Yes. It's so needed. Is important. And I don't think, <laughs> I think now people understand that doctors don't have all the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, especially if you're not dealing with an emergency room situation, if you're dealing with anything else that's chronic or acute, then, you know, people are going outside just the conventional, um, the things that some of us were raised with to look and see what else there is out there to build our health and immunity. And because of my own personal background, because of I spent most of my childhood hospitalized and wow. I was dealing with life-threatening health issues until I was in my late teens. Doctors told my parents I would not live to be to, to be 17. Um, I had environmental sensitivities, I had allergies, I had life-threatening asthma and rheumatoid arthritis, things the doctors told my parents I would never recover from. They said I'd never have children, I would never have a life, I would, you know, I would be a cripple. And so to, you know, I always feel like saving my own life is my most honest and authentic credential. And if I can do it, anyone can. And how I did that was by using more alternative methods that are simple and I can teach them to anybody. And and our book is really that practical piece of information so that women and and men can not only turn back the clock and look younger, but mostly feel better, have energy, mental clarity, creativity, you know, vitality, optimism, and joy. As we all know, people are struggling with mental health issues. These yeah. days. Oh, yes. So, you know, there's some reasons for that. Um, because perspective, as you know, because you're faith-based people, it's, you know, the world is going to always throw something at us. It's like, yeah. how, yes. how are we going to deal with it? What, what do we have inside? What are our reserves? So the book has touches on those aspects. So you got a seven step plan. Tell us a little bit about how that works. Thank you. Well, you know, the first step is um, uh, confronting and dealing with the subject of trauma and stress. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. trauma has now been redefined instead of as just some catacly- cataclysmic or catastrophic event mm-hmm. as sustained stress. You know, they've oh, been wow. Any person who's experienced sustained stress, their brain registers as trauma. So they can have PTSD um, symptoms even if they haven't been to war because their Mm -hmm. life internally has felt like that to them, let alone abuse survivors, you know, 
accident survivors. So there's some simple steps to heal stress and heal trauma. And then we move on to the second step, which is detox, because we're we're confronting the understandings and the realities of the environmental toxins in our world that, mm-hmm. you know, that we, you know, we're dealing with, tw- our bodies come in contact with 2,500 chemicals a day. This is, wow. not, this is not our great grandparents world. My great grandparents were, you know, they lived on a farm in South Dakota. My gra- great grandmother, you know, she made all her own food. Um, if, you know, there was no such need. There wasn't a need for a word like organic because everything yes. was. Mm-hmm. And, so they were basically healthy people. They were outside. They were moving. Life has changed. So how do we be healthy in our environment, not live in a bubble? That's what our book is about. Oh, wow. Now, tell us how you got involved. In, you know, you've been doing this, I guess, what, 35 years, I think you Long said. Um, yes, how, how did that get started? I know that, you know, your childhood goes back to that. But, but what yes. finally led where, you know what, I want a career here. Thank you. You know, honestly, I didn't. Um, I, I, you know, uh, God works in mysterious ways. Um, I, I did not. I remember telling my my first husband um, mm-hmm. uh, that if I could ever get well, I never wanted to be around six people, sick people again for the rest of my life. And he, <laughs> what do you think God gave you these illnesses for? And I he was 25 years older. So I mm-hmm. said, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really accepted, you know, my yeah. path. And um, as I healed myself, and I was working with uh, Dr. Ann Wigmore, the founder of Live Foods and Wheatgrass in, in America, and mm. at the time, mm. Hippocrates Health Institute, where I was healing and studying, was the only alternative center for catastrophic disease in America. And everyone who came to heal there, I had, he, I was, I had healed something they had. So I could speak to them about mm. it. I could talk to them about it. I could tell them how it was. I didn't sugarcoat it. And it was doing that where I realized, yeah, this is this is what I was put on earth to do. Wow. This is my mission. And this is my service. So that's that's how I feel. That's what it is. I, my, mission, my service. And I love that. That's perfect lead into where I'm about to go. Because as you know, you know, just because you're called by God doesn't mean it's easy. And, and you know, a lot of people, a lot of people, that's the thing they get, you know, they see the glory in what like you do, the glory and like the big artists and all that. Yes. But they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes to get to the top of any industry. It doesn't that's matter so what true. industry it is. Mm-hmm. So I always like to talk about that side of it. So tell us some of the sacrifices yes. and struggles you've had to go through to build this career you built? Well, you know, when I first started, I mean, now gut health has become trendy. Kenny used to tell tell me when we first met, he's like, you know, one of these days, what you do is going to be trendy, which, you know, 35 (laughs) years ago, nobody ever thought anybody would want to talk about gut health or colon therapy or any Mm -hmm. of the things, drinking wheatgrass, any of the things that I did to heal myself. And so, you know, to just, um, to just hold true to my message, my message to just continue to work with people in a humble way, to continue to just share what I knew to be true was, you know, just kind of going against what seemed to be wow. the traditional narrative, but just to continue to reflect on what was healing my clients. And I had such extraordinary miracles that I would see with my clients 
people that had been suffering for so long with no hope as, as I had to be reclaiming their health. I knew mm -hmm. that, you know, mm -hmm. just like you said, you know, I knew that I was supported. I knew that I had um, angels around me and that, um, you know, as long as I could keep a roof over my head and, and my office going, I, I never got into this to, you know, nobody does what I do to, um, you know, buy fancy cars and big living. <laughs> so it was just, I just stayed true to my mission and that's continued to this day. So tell us a few success stories that stand out for you. Well, um, one of my favorite success stories is a, a, young, a woman that came to me. She was about 40 years old. She was probably 100 pounds overweight. She had a cane. Um, she'd been referred to me by a doctor. Um, mm -hmm. She had been in a mental institution for two years, bedridden, oh. and um, completely non-functional, almost not speaking at all. They had released her. Um, they felt that she had been uh, the survivor of a brain injury, but no one was really sure. Mm -hmm. um, this doctor thought that maybe she'd had a toxic exposure. She was barely speaking, so she came to my office with a cane. And, um, you know, she was so depressed and spoke about taking her life during our first mm -hmm. session that I just said to God, you know, if you if you want me to treat her, you're going to have to be right here with me because mm -hmm. I, I just don't know how to hold this. And I spoke with the doctor. He said, I'll have your back. So I um, she she just was spewing just negativity. I mean, wow. Her mind just wasn't. <clears throat> so I um, I also knew that her diet wasn't going to be perfect. She was living in a halfway house. So we just started doing colon therapy, cleaning out her colon, which allowed the, her liver to detoxify. And over time, over time, she started to speak and tell me her story. She had um, she was a, had been a famous painter. Um, wow. When she ran out of money, she brought me her paintings and um, and she had been painting oil paintings in a small enclosed space. So that's toxic, right? And then she oh. had actually been living next door to a, a plant that had actually been shut down for environmental. Um, it had it was a, it was a toxic plant and the waste, mm -hmm. waste mm -hmm. plant. So she mm -hmm. had this incredible wow. toxic exposure. She was also a trauma survivor. So basically, what had happened is she'd had a brain injury from the amount of toxins and chemicals that completely disabled her mind and body mm. to where she was non-functioning. So to fast forward, within six months, she'd lost 50 pounds. She was speaking, telling jokes. I knew <laughs> the whole story. You know, we would um, meditate together. Um, in in one year, she had completely, she completely healed. I'd seen her three times a week for sessions. She had no money, so she just gave me uh, her old clothes that didn't fit that she bought when she was thin and they didn't fit her anymore. So she gave those to me and she gave me her paintings and she completely healed. And she's now living in a Hawaii painting. Wow. Oh, that's wow. amazing. Now, amazing. Right. That is really yes. cool. Now in your book, revolutionary beauty, um, as you, I noticed that you have a lot of people that's contributed to that. Tell us yes. about how that all happened. Yeah. Well, I have some amazing contributors. <laughs> You know, I when I wrote my second book, my second book, which was It Takes Guts to Be Happy, a 21 day plan, I decided it was really a how to book after my first book because people read mm -hmm. 
started detoxify and said, okay, how do I do this? Like, what if I can't come to you? How do you walk me through it? So I wrote, it takes guts to be happy as a, as a game plan for that. And I decided to reach out to 12 of my clients who had had um, what doctors told them would be life threatening, life ending wow. issues. Mm -hmm. And I asked them for their story in their own words. And those to me were my some of my favorite parts of my second book. So those stories, you know, in somebody's own words, it's very different than just me saying what happened to them. You know, mm -hmm. from them to say how they healed and everybody had had some different, whether it was cancer, lymphoma, depression, colitis, things that had just stopped their life from functioning. So I knew that I wanted to have um, influential stories like that, profound life-changing stories and I also wanted med the medical doctors that I work with to share how these principles, how they use them in their practice so that people mm -hmm. felt that this was science-based, safe information. And wow. I also wanted mm -hmm. some of the celebrities that I had Look met. seen Suzanne Summers part Suzanne, of it. Exactly, you know, and, <laughs> and um, Aaron Foster, um, Allison Charles, Leanna Werner Gray. Um, and I even read it, found an autobiography of Mae West. Um, wow. Actually discovered that all the things that I wrote about in the book were things that she did in her own life. Wow. She didn't smoke, she didn't drink, she ate organic food. I mean, she had this undercover life because in those days women couldn't talk about all their health things the way yeah. the way we do now. So she mm -hmm. had her life that people thought she had, but the way she cared for herself was entirely different. She wrote a book about it. I included pieces of that. I mean, I had some amazing contributors that people will you know recognize their names and some funny entertaining stories and <laughs> you know i i felt i wanted to have a lot of entertainment and i wanted to feel like it was also um when you you know kelly lebrock um you know our the amazing actress from the ad uh don't hate me because i'm beautiful oh yes yes she lives here in santa barbara she's a client she contributed an oh, exquisite wow. story about her own healing about how she has cared for her life or cared for herself raised her kids she's as gorgeous now as ever she's just such a light and so i wanted you know who are you now and and um, and how did you get here? How did you save yourself from Hollywood and put yourself back together? And I felt like people would really enjoy those stories. Wow, I love that. Now, and all that's kind of like a team. And, you know, as you know, a lot of people, they see what you do, but they don't see the team that's behind you. In our opinion, the teams team. never get the love they deserve. So right. our show, they get love. So take a few yes, moments. And, and I have an amazing team. I mean, I have an amazing team. My um, dermatologist and doctor, Dr. Julia Hunter, Dr. Lee Conley, who contribute to the book. I have, um, I run an uh, integrated um um, integrative medical clinic here in Santa Barbara. So I was able to, you know, feature the people that really I work with that back me up. And Kenny wrote the most gorgeous forward. Um, oh, wow. It was really, really touching. I mean, he was, you know, I talk about in the book, I talk about what I call the beauty wound, which is a wound that I believe all women in our culture carry 
that comes from comparing ourselves to punishing standards of physical perfection that mm. just we all were raised with. It doesn't mean our mothers talked about it. We didn't need yeah. that. Right. Yeah. It's just in the culture. And so yeah. we grew up comparing ourselves, never feeling good enough, whoever we were. And when I, you know, when I married Kenny, of course, that was magnified a million times. You know, who marries a pop star that everyone <laughs> And so all of a sudden, I, I discovered even more so in myself issues that I thought I had healed or that didn't really matter, didn't have anything to do with how much he loved me. It was completely my <laughs> own internal hell. And he watched me work with that and dance with that and struggle with that. And and then in the book, I talk about how I healed it and how women can heal it. I mean, the book is really a call to change the paradigm of beauty in America. And so I, I said to him, you know, who else can write this story? You were there right at the beginning and you watched yeah. me go through this. He did a beautiful, really heartful job. And I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And, you know, speaking teams, we have a third co-host, our 10-year-old. Oh, yes, we do. He just turned in this week. Sandy's going to go get him. I'll get him. Thank you. And we got an almost three-year-old that when she gets older, she'll be plugged in a show, too, because we oh, are please, a family affair show. She's half her. I, I love that. I love kids. <laughs> and I, mine, are, mine are grown now, uh, 24 and 28. And so, you know, relish, savor every moment. I did, and I know you are. Yeah, we do. And and it's funny because all of our friends have kids that are in college and grown and all that. And we're just going to, you know, I just turned 50 and I got a 10 year old and almost three year old. Well, you know, um, Kenny was 50 <laughs> when Hannah was born. Well, oh, our wow. youngest, and I was uh, 40, almost 43. I had Luke at 38. So I started late, too. So, you know, I'm almost 67. So I, um, you know, it's it's wonderful because I really, really savored. I really savored the experience and I felt, I, I mean, I just really understood the gold of it. Yeah. And, you know, we do another show that we just launched for Nashville called Young at Heart Nashville, where we bring on professionals in Nashville who are over 40, who are oh, owning their so age. Cool. I love that. I think, I think in this day and time, we need people to see that you're not dead at 40. That's you were just getting started. Yep, exactly. Hey there. Hi, I'm Julia. Nice to meet you. Hi, Julia. So what's your favorite food? Oh, thank you for asking. You know, I have a couple favorite foods. My favorite food is salmon. I'm a fish lover, but I'm also a salad girl. So any kind of salad, I love that. What's your favorite food? Mine is pizza. <gasps> yeah, I get that. That that would have been one of my kids' answers as well. <laughs> He would eat it all day if we gave it to him. Yeah, and my daughter was at pasta and spaghetti. She would she would actually eat that every night if we if I would have done that. So <laughs> I, I totally get it. That's a great answer. Okay, so what's your first TV show? Ooh, my favorite TV show, Jeopardy. Ooh, that's good. That's one. a good one. Thank you. It was my mother's favorite TV show, and I seem to have inherited her addiction to that. What's yours? Mine is SpongeBob. Oh, cool. SpongeBob, that has to be my number two. My, I love SpongeBob. That, you know, that, that's a great, that's so great. That reminds me to keep watching it. And what's been cool is because our show brings on entertainers of all um, ages, we've yes. been able to bring a lot of people from his shows, from Nickelodeon oh. and Disney on the show for him to talk to. That's so cool. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Congratulations. 
<laughs> okay, so was it fair movie? My favorite movie. I think Spirit. <laughs> From do you know that Disney show movie Spirit? It's no. about a, a wild Mustang. Oh, huh. oh you'd like that. Yeah. <laughs> you'd like that. Yeah. You'd like that. You would yeah. like that. Yeah. And what's yours? Mine is the Minions movie. Which one? Uh, the Minions. The, 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 the Despicable Me. All, all of them. The Despicable Me. Oh, the whole thing. Okay. Yes. I'll be yeah, with those. Yeah. Yeah. And they built such a strong brand with the Minions. They're too cute, I tell you. Oh, that's so cool. We could be walking in the mall, and if our little Caitlin sees a Minion in a store, we have yeah. to go in it. Oh, oh, that's so cool. That's very fun. Yes. Bye, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Wonderful to meet you. He said same there. <laughs> yeah, he what loves beauty. And like I said, when we get, you know, when Caitlin gets older, she'll be plugged into the show too. Yes. I love that. That's so, so fun. Congratulations, you guys. Well, Beautiful thanks. boy. Beautiful boy. <laughs> Oh, so you. let's go back a little bit to your first book. Tell us what prompted you to write that. Well, you know, I, I wanted to write a book that I could give to my clients about um, colon therapy because it's such an uh, you know unusual thing, and people are so there's they don't really know about it or understand about it, even though it's thousands of years old. It's been mm -hmm. going on since the beginning of time. Um, and I really wanted to educate people. Uh, I, there just really wasn't any book out there like it. So I figured I'd better write it. Um, and I also wanted to write about lymphatic therapy and talk about the lymph system, which is a really neglected part of the body. Our lymph is a system that runs from head to toe. And it um, and uh, since most of our body is water, right? About 75% right. of our body is water. So much of that is lymph fluid. And lymph fluid is in charge of um, cleansing our cells. And it is also in charge of inflammation. And inflammation is the source of all disease. So the lymphatic system is a really misunderstood and neglected system. And, and, it, it, and it also needs a special kind of attention. The only way we can really clean and um, and raise the vitality of our lymphatic system is uh, we, we can't it doesn't have a pump like our mm -hmm. our blood has a pump our heart right mm -hmm. so the lymph right. system we have to be the pump so the way yeah. we pump yeah. it is we get on a trampoline or a mini pump or a mm -hmm. mini tramp and we mm -hmm. jump or we dry skin brush with a skin brush and that just sort of, you know how when you get on a trampoline and I know you guys do because I see it in your videos oh, yes you know how happy you feel after like you cannot mm -hmm. be mm -hmm. on a trampoline so that's because of the pumping of the lymphatic system and when we do that we bring down our level of and we boost our immunity so I wanted yeah. to write about that and that was the book that kind of launched the beginning of, of writing about that and and also giving people a simple oh, wow. nutritional plan for like you know most people I think are not getting enough digestible protein and I really wanted yeah. to focus on digestion digestive enzymes things that people could simply do to just basically feel better and feel more energy wow awesome now, what are some sources of inspiration for you 
Well, you know, um, Patricia Bragg, whom I wrote Revolutionary Beauty with, is definitely one of my heroes and sources of inspiration. Um, you know, she's just this very sassy, colorful character mm -hmm. at 92, um, who's, who really, uh, her um, original idea was to go into the ministry, but, the, but because oh, wow. her father was Paul Bragg and the founder of Health Food in America, she realized that her, she felt that she was called, that her mission was the mission of health. So she's always felt that that is her ministry. Her ministry oh, wow. is health. And that is her mission. That is how she, um, you know, um, that's just how she's, what she's here for. And so, you know, to be able to have written a book with someone that I consider, you know, one of my idols and wow. mentors mm -hmm. is really an honor. And to carry on her legacy, um, you know, to, to, continue, to continue it forever, to write this book and to, you know, to really share um, what Paul and she did and to share mm -hmm. the kind mm -hmm. of work that I do with an audience like my audience has been people that have been pretty health aware, but we really yeah. Yeah. revolutionary beauty to reach people, you know, all across America who just may never have heard of some of the things we're writing about, but they're mm -hmm. all really simple and accessible things. So we all wanted to go out of our comfort zone and just to talk to people and have the honor and privilege of speaking to people everywhere. And that's why it's such an honor to be on your show and, and to reach an audience that you know may not have heard of some of the things that that I write about or that I've lived or even some of the things that I've done to heal myself and mostly to share the message that healing is possible and yes. you know I think people need hope and to feel that you know don't if your doctor tells you it, it's not possible you, you know please get a second third fourth opinion because yeah. um, you know because healing is possible I work with an amazing yeah. Medical doctor Dave Humes, he said, we can't always cure, but we can always heal. Yeah, because I went through 19 years of addictions until I feel like God healed me 14 years ago. Oh, been sober ever since. Yeah, well, that's that's amazing. And I work a lot with addiction because I, I work a lot with um, with not only with the trauma that comes, mm -hmm. you know, usually mm -hmm. most, most addictions spring from, but also helping people deal with the actual substances that get stored in our body. I mean, as you know, you know, most four out of five people in rehab fail. And yeah. a lot of that yeah. has to do with not getting that substance really out of their body, which I can really teach people to do really quickly oh, wow. through detoxification yeah. and really allow them to have um, a much greater chance of sobriety. And of course, faith plays a huge part of that. Yeah, it does. Believe, you know, I, I, how, whatever people call it, however it, you know, whatever it means to each of them, because everybody's different and I embrace everyone and, and everything in every way that people, um, you know, want to, reach a higher power and call one in. But I do believe that once we do that, we have an army of help around us. Yeah. And what a lot of people don't know, especially in marriage, you know, when two people argue yeah. in most cases, not all cases, but in most cases, they're not arguing from their current circumstances. They're arguing <laughs> from their past pain. They just don't oh, see yeah. it. 99% yeah. of the time, I would say. And even if we, even if it is a current state, you know, actual thing, the energy that sort of angst around it is the past. the past. 
because otherwise it's this person that you love. And so whether the, you know, whether the dining room is green or purple is really not, you know, doesn't really cause these huge things that we get into mm -hmm. with each other. You know, and I can say that that's just, you know, those early traumas and those past experiences, they haunt us when we're not aware of them. And um, one of the contributors to the book, Liana, who who healed cancer naturally, says that she, um, in the beginning, when she was doing colonics and actually mm -hmm. memories of abuse were coming up, and she didn't want to think about what she was uh, raised to talk, to think of as, quote, unquote, yeah. negative yeah. thoughts, right? Like dark things. But she said, you know, I realized that if I could confront them, if I could trust that on the other side of that was light. Mm -hmm. And I didn't need to push those things away because pushing them away was keeping me sick. So I was yeah. getting open up to, you know, whatever wow. the memories were. And she, she said, I called it spiritual warfare. You know, I was going to engage and I was going to say, I'm not afraid of whatever it is that I'm going to remember or whatever happened to me, I can heal from it. So just like, you know, just like you're saying, I'm, you know, I tell people it's not always, you know, light and flowers as we're dancing yeah. through this stuff. It's hard. It's messy. It's complicated. It's it's all these things. But, you know, there's always light on the other side. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. the biggest change in me came when and I always tell people to do this. And I don't know if anybody's ever listened to me on it. <laughs> but, you know. And I always tell people, you know what I think, and especially couples, I think couples should do this because then they could share what they come up with because it will help them interact with each other. But to write out their story from as early as they can remember it and make it a goal of a minimum of 50,000 words, not, not necessarily to write a book. Right. Not, but and the reason I say 50,000 words, because if you don't make that a goal, you'll write the good, you'll write the bad, but you won't write the ugly. And That's the ugly right. is where you'll change. Because then all of a sudden oh, you'll be yes, like, oh, that led to that, which led mm -hmm. to that. And all of a sudden you have, you'll have all kinds of aha moments. Chris, that's a book. Write that book. <laughs> the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. How 50,000 words will free you. Oh, wow. That is a great idea. I love actually. that. I may yeah. have to get on that one. Yeah. Get on that's that one. That's beautiful. I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a question. I'm on you. <laughs> so what's quick? Says, Julia, what's your favorite kind of music to listen to? I love all genres. I love, you know, pop, um, country. I like rap. You know, I didn't think I would like rap, but when my kids were growing up, I would ask my son to describe the words because some of, I realized that rap is the poetry of mm -hmm. young people. And Maybe. so my son really listened to some exquisite artists. You know, it wasn't all about drugs and guns. Yeah. And yeah. Stuff. It was just beautiful poetry. It was their childhood. It was really their good job. The country and rap go hand in hand to me. They do, right? Telling their story. Country has always been about telling stories. Telling mm -hmm. stories. So I love all music. Yeah. And what and is my favorite book of all time? That's a good one. Um, because I'm a reader. So these are not... Yeah. These are interesting questions. Um, let me think of hmm, my favorite, most prof the book that's touched me the most. Um, you know, I think there's a book that really touched me and actually reminds me a little bit of what you were saying, Chris. And it was mm -hmm. a, Julia Cameron wrote a book 
called The Artist's Way. And it mm. was about writing out an uncensored three pages every single morning just to like do oh, wow. the oh, wow. and um, and it was a bestseller. Um, your idea, though, Chris, is a whole other thing. So I love this. And um, but that book was very profound to me because just being being a writer and always loving writing, I do find freedom through dumping out and in an uncensored way, my thoughts and feelings. Wow. And what would you like for your legacy to be? What would you like to be most known and remembered for? You know, what's really most important to me, I think, is being a good mom. Um, so I feel like that's, you know, Jackie Kennedy said something like, you know, if you haven't raised your kids right, then nothing else really matters. Um, oh, I was really touched by those words. So mm -hmm. I'd say that, you know, I hope that's my legacy. But but I hope that my legacy, like Patricia's, is, you know, raising people's consciousness around healthy, healthy living. Mm -hmm and giving yeah. people the tools to live and the hope and the inspiration that it can be done. Wow. And what are some tips for women to get started on self-care? Because we tend to put ourselves last a lot of the time. You know, I'd say the whole theme of the book and every page is all about prioritizing yourself. I mean, that is the number one biggest challenge for women is to yes. prioritize because, you know, we have to, you know, the we have to treat ourselves like a queen bee. The queen bee <laughs> knows that if she doesn't survive, the hive doesn't survive. Right. So the way most women can allow themselves to think of themselves as number one, because otherwise we just think of it as too egotistical. But if we think mm -hmm. of it as we're the queen that keeps this whole hive going, and if we don't take care of ourselves, our hive is going to come apart. And I mean, we all know that to be true. So yes. the whole book is written about giving women the inspiration and I hope the courage to prioritize themselves. Oh, love that. And if you could say anything, if you could say anything to your readers and followers, what would you want to tell them? Well, you know, I'd love to tell, I'd love to say that um, I'm so happy to, to have met all of you today. Thank you for listening. You can pre-order Revolutionary Beauty at um, julialoggins.com. You can go on any online store and pre-order. And it's a hardcover, but we've priced the book as low as any hardcover could ever be. So we <laughs> want everybody to be able to, to read it. And what I want to tell all of you out there is no matter where you are on your health journey, it is never too late and it's never too early. So no matter how you feel, no matter if you feel like there's no hope, that you feel terrible or you're depressed or you're frustrated or you've been told you have something incurable, I want to challenge that. I want to challenge that belief that, you know, that you can, that, that you know, by even just by listening to my listening to this podcast that this can raise your you know your energy and your prayers and reach out and just say a prayer that you have support for your journey and reach out to me at julialoggins.com you will hear from me and um i will be happy to share tools with you um and i answer questions i'm really there for my audience Awesome. Love that. Um, so as we close out here, what's next for Julia? Mm, thank you. So, you know, what's next is, um, is 
I wanted to give the readers of Revolutionary Beauty and all my books a way to work with me if they can't come to Santa Barbara. So I have online courses that I'm uh, going to relaunch this spring so that people will not only have the video modules to walk through, but when they do my online courses, I we have a Zoom like this every week. And I'm live so that they can actually interact with me and we can walk together through um, through all the steps of my books and they can have questions answered and they can meet like minded people. Because if you're married to someone or you or you're kind of alone in your journey or you're married to somebody that's not into taking care of themselves and you mm -hmm. need which is a hard situation to be in. Right. Yeah. Yes. yes. One person. But all we can do, as you know, is care for ourselves and control ourselves. And then generally people around us will shift if we do that so but support groups are wonderful so my online courses are going to be that though people will have contact with me and so you know diving into those and just continuing to spread the word of health that is my 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 mission i love that you know we yeah. really enjoyed having you on the show today we, we definitely look forward yeah. to having you back for updates mm -hmm. thank you so much i appreciate you guys so much and the best to you and i'm going to look forward to your book chris that yes. sounds great. You have a blessed yes. day. Thanks so much okay. for your time. You have today. a blessed day as well. Thank you. Bye.